Hello and welcome to the Dead Letter Movie Podcast, episode 9, recorded Sunday, March 13th, 2016. I'm Tim. I'm Andrew. And uh, it's it's been a couple of weeks now, but uh, we're, we're going to go ahead and do a, a rundown on uh, on the Oscar results. Mm-hmm. We, uh, we spent enough time leading up to it, we, we thought we should talk about the aftermath a little. Um, yep. Too Long Didn't Read, No Real Surprises. No, not really. Um, although, of course, we at the end of our of our pre Oscars thing, we talked about how the best picture it really could have been anybody. But really, when we said that, we pretty much just meant it was going to be Spotlight or The Revenant. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, I mean, all all the buzz I was was hearing, and and you know, based on the results of the other award shows, was it was it was kind of a three way between Spotlight, The Revenant, and The Big Short. Yeah, the, the big short. The, the big yeah. short was a you know a little more of a, a long shot next to the other two, I think. Mm-hmm. Which yeah, yeah. I, and uh, I, I can kind of see that. And I think you and I are both happy that the Revenant didn't win. Um, I yeah I I know I am I I I did not think it was the best picture this year, not by a good stretch. I mean, some some really really great visuals, but in terms of the the storytelling and and the emotional connection to the audience, I. It just wasn't there for me. I, I agree. I do wonder if it's possible if it could have been edited to be, uh, a, d- edited to be the best picture of the year. But I, I, I don't know. Um, it's, it's possible. I feel like it would have certainly been a. I don't think it would have been the same movie if it had been edited in such mm-hmm. a way. I mean, just just given what we had on the screen, I, I think there's enough there that. Yeah, maybe you could have made a, a best picture out of this if you would cut that down. I mean, never mind anything that was already left on the cutting room floor. Mm-hmm. But yeah, yeah, I, it would not have been the same movie. It would not have been the the same artistic whole that yeah everyone wanted it to be. Who was working on it? So yeah, and 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 sometimes and sometimes that's what needs to happen. Yeah, um, yeah, agreed. And, uh, because uh, apparently, um, I heard a story about how, um, um, what was it? Um, the the woman who edited, um, Mad Max Fury Road. Oh yeah. Um, like she had like two hundred footed, two hundred like minutes worth of footage to cut it down, and she's the one that really you know focused more on Furiosa and put more like and and put more like reaction shots in it, and, and basically kind of made the movie what it was, and. So I mean, like that's that's a situation where you could have made, like at least two different movies, and so I'm kind of curious if something like that could have happened with Revenant, but but who knows? Um, yeah, I I don't think we ever will, and and we've seen too many examples, you know, already in in recent memory of the creators not understanding what makes their own art so good, and, exactly, and, and so so much of a, a connection. I mean, yeah, you, know, I, you, you talk about George Lucas and it, yeah. <laughs> so. well, and like, I think when I talked to you about the Revenant the first time, I, I, I was curious, um, because I was thinking about movies that had been difficult to make before, like, um, Apocalypse Now and Fritz Corrado, um, by uh, Werner Herzog. And there yeah. are movies about those movies being made, like feature length documentaries about them, uh, Hearts of Darkness and Burden of Dreams. And and Burden of Dreams is interesting because you can actually see Klaus Kinski complain about Werner Herzog a lot. But the um, and and I think like I I kind of want that to exist. I want there to be the the feature length documentary about how much 
of a pain it was to make this movie. Um, but that doesn't, well, yeah, I don't know. Cause in essence, I kind of think those movies are often, I don't want to say better, but they're definitely, uh, they're, they're almost just as good as the films themselves. I mean, albeit different. They're very different things. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, because one's fiction and one is, you know, um, you know, a documentary, but, and that's something I would like to see. Um, I don't know if that's what they have planned for the Blu-ray or whatnot, but the, um, that I'm interested enough in the film for. I don't ever need to see that movie ever again. <laughs> but the uh, the Revenant itself, um, unless someone does decide to, unless some fan out there decides to make oh a 100 minute cut of that movie, that I'll watch. Um, but that's that's about it. Yeah, <laughs> um, at that point, more for the curiosity factor. Than and, and that's else. the thing; it's more for curiosity. Um, I was excited that Spotlight won, not just because it beat the Revenant, but because it was nice to see a newspaper movie. Um, be a thing again. Um, also an ensemble movie that there really isn't like a clear, like star yeah, of the yeah. Movie. There's there is no clear single lead. I mean, it was mm-hmm. you know, everybody had their their parts to play. I mean, um, you you could pretty easily argue that, uh, for instance, Leah Schreiber was was more a supporting part, but mm-hmm. I mean, most of the 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 actual spotlight team in the film have have their own you know, significant contributions and it's, it's hard to say, Hey, this, this one's the most important or, or this one is more important than that one. Yeah. But which is not as important as these. Was, yeah. Which is interesting it was, to it say. Was, it was, it was a good knit of, uh, of all the, all the characters I thought. Yeah. And yet Liv Schreiber is like the inciting force of that movie. Like he is, he is like the point of attack. He is the reason like, yeah, why he, they he start doing for, those articles yeah, yeah, i for, mean like for, for two minutes and and then the movie turns around that and, and yeah. he, he appears briefly later but he's he's not very much in it yeah yeah and and, and i agree with you it's just i'm just saying that yeah. that's interesting yeah um the um i think like um i feel that as for director um as as actually i do think in is a very talented director and for the most part i like him but I still don't think he deserved to, to... Basically, I feel like he just won for making the most difficult movie of the year. Um, but, I don't know. Like this is, this is because the only other person to win back-to-back Best Director Oscars is John Ford. So, automatically, I'm going to compare him to John Ford, and he's not John Ford. No, but, no, I will isn't. give him this one benefit of the doubt is that, you know, John Ford has, like, you know, 50 years of me, of, you know, plus of things for me to compare over. Mm-hmm. And who knows, maybe 20 years down the line, I'll feel like, okay, it's fine, it's warranted. But, so, so, I don't know. The, um, yeah, but because I, of how, yeah. but because of how bloated that film felt, I, I don't really know. Like, I don't know, that was the thing that stuck in my craw. I would have much rather George Miller have won Best Director this year but at the same time i kind of understand why he didn't because you know you knew when i talked about how like this is the popcorn action movie um for for the most part for people i mean like you know say with say what you will about the other yeah. underlying subversive things but i mean like for a lot of people that's what it was well, um, and, and it darn near swept the technical categories oh darn near and it, it deserved it too i mean yeah. like it was like it had it coming um so i think like those were like although there was no surprise there, I mean like that's that's I guess how I how I feel. Um 
was there, I think, uh, before we started recording, there were two things that I discovered that I was sort of surprised about. Uh, well, actually, very much surprised about and then kind of surprised about was uh, very surprised about. I was surprised that Mark uh, Rylance won for Bridge of Spies. And not because he doesn't do a good job, because he does do a good job. Um, I was um, I was more surprised about the fact that I would have thought that if Stallone didn't win, I would have thought it would have gone to Tom Hardy or Mark Ruffalo instead. Um, but instead, totally out of nowhere, Mark Rylance won. And, and you know, good for him. Um, yeah. So, um, he does a good job. It's a really neat, it's, it's a very interesting character. Um, it doesn't have, it didn't have the meat that, you know, 40 years of playing Rocky Balboa had or in, you know, ex, you know, or lapsed Catholic, um, yeah, or, yeah. or like lapsed Catholic investigative journalist looking at this stuff or the, well, I don't know. Like, I think we, you and I both complained about the, that Tom Hardy's character was lacking in depth, but Tom Hardy still did a good job. So, yeah, just, it's 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 true. I mean, it was a it was a good performance, but I mean, they they basically gave him the accent and not a whole lot else to to work with in terms mm-hmm. of the character. I felt in the, in that movie. Uh, no, I mean, I I thought he was better in Mad Max, which is yeah. No, I totally agree. Hey, he has that like a hundred originated and you know I- iconically associated with a different actor. Yeah, and not only that, like, you know, Mad Max has, like, a hundred words of dialogue in that movie, maybe. Yeah, there's, um, there's, there's not a whole lot of talking like, going on at all. Like, um, so I, so I don't know. Um, but yeah, so that was, that was, a, that was my big surprise of, of the, of the, of the, of the results. Um, after that, the other thing I was surprised about was, was Best Song, um, because, you and I had talked about how we felt that it was uh, for a James Bond song. It was a little no, under there, there. There have been certainly been better ones. There have been worse ones too, to be. Oh to God. Be if there have been worse ones. There, there uh, really, really have. But this, this one was just, I, I didn't think it was all that memorable. I mean, yeah, yeah I, I enjoyed the movie. Okay. I can't recommend it. Without some some provision, but um, no, there there, I, I I mentioned this uh, you know in 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 the pre-show as well that there there were a couple of, of little hooks in the melody that I thought were were neat and and kind of haunting, but the it didn't really make the song as a whole. I mean, I I can't really remember hardly any of the lyrics except that you know that the, the Title of the song writings on the wall. Yeah, he he says that at some point in the song, mm-hmm. and then I kind of forget the rest. And so yeah, yeah. no, yeah. And, that, and that was that was a little bit of a disappointment. But I mean, I haven't cared that much about that category in a lot of years past. Yeah, that's how I feel too. I mean, like, I don't think I've cared since Man or a Muppet one. Um, yeah, and that was. That was a while ago. Yeah, it's it's been five years or so. Yeah, at least. And it's not so much that I like the song Manor of Muppet, but it is the fact that I like that guy from Flight of the Concords. Um, yeah. So, I mean, I mean, don't get me wrong, I really like Manor of Muppet, but um, I also really like Flight of the Concords. So, um, that's, I don't know, it's neither here or there. I don't know, is there anything that you were happy that happened? Is there anything that... 
Yeah, yeah, I was, uh, I was gratified to see uh, Ex Machina win Best Visual Effects. Oh yeah, because that was the you know it was it was a pretty low budget movie. I mean you know small cast, so, and I I think there was there was a lot of thought that went into this up front in in the the design of the story and the script and everything. So there are not a lot of actors, so not a lot of the budget needs to go there, so they can spend more and on these these other parts and it really really shows in the visual effects and mm-hmm. you know they they didn't spend nearly as much on that or anything as you know a lot of other movies did this year uh you know even movies that featured multiple members of the same principal cast mm-hmm. um but no it it i thought it looked really good yeah and no was, i agree was, that was impressive so that was i thought that was cool to to see that that win go to to a small movie like that yeah no and i agree and um well and i was and during the pre-show um like when, when tim and i were practicing for this um i i brought up the fact that i think the visual effects in this will hold the will will stand the test of time better than the other things that, that would have been up um and that's partly because there's just there's just not that much done um like um like like a film like Avatar, where everything is is the special effect, and a film like District Nine, where there's just like one aspect of it, and that's the thing that's going on with this movie. It's just like one particular aspect, one actual character is the only one that has the bulk of the stuff done. Yeah, and I th- and I think that helps um, because I think when we contextualize it five or six years later from now, we're going to be much more impressed with those special effects than maybe what was in the force awakens but but who knows maybe not i mean like i'm just guessing yeah um yeah i i don't know about that i mean in in fairness to the force awakens it was not ruined by abram's signature lens flare somebody told no. him he had a problem his wife apparently yeah uh, good for uh, her yes uh, apparently yeah, i mean apparently that's the rumor right now that his wife told him to stop um <laughs> which is funny um so uh but yeah, I don't know. I, I like the fact that Ex Machina won too, even though like I think when I saw the movie, I was feeling like I thought it was good, but I felt it could have been better. But it was one of those things where I felt like if you're into the science fiction genre, this is the kind of thing you have to buy the ticket for. Um, yeah, and, yeah, and I agree. Like if if this is if you're into science fiction, this is the movie you should watch. Um, yeah, no, much, like much like you you talked about in in your. Uh... Your, your piece that you, you wrote on the site and, and you've talked about here on the show before for, for yeah. horror movies, your, your, uh, your my credo. Of, yeah. Yeah. My, I, like, I, I don't have it quite that, uh, that boiled down. Well, to, I mean like you, to, to you, be that exact for with, with science fiction, but there, there are similar things. It's like, yeah, you, you, you want a, a good, you know, conceptual premise, something that, you know, already makes you think, huh, I, I wonder what if, Mm-hmm. And yeah, Ex Machina had some of that, you know, more than any other movie in the last year about AI, and we talked about that too. Mm-hmm. So, well, also I think like in like, well, I think the difference between horror and sci-fi is that horror has has a tendency to fall towards the same stuff, like like in 
like right now, one of my one of my criteria is that it's not a found footage movie, and it's not that found footage movies are necessarily bad. It's just that there's a bunch of them, mm-hmm. and there's a good chance that ten years from now that particular rule will change and become like you know the whatever is hot at that particular moment. Um, but the thing with science fiction is that it changes. I mean, maybe the only solid rule that you could have is that you know it is based off of a an interesting idea um, yeah, that yeah. And maybe the only other one you could have is that it's not a hundred percent reliant, or or uh, let me take that not more than seventy percent reliant on its special effects. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, there's there's some of that too. Um, yeah, I, I I don't have the strength to talk about the Wachowskis. Yeah, on on that front, right? The, now. the would. The Wachowski siblings, as we should as we should refer to them now. Yeah, um, yeah. Um, uh, I'll I'll just say the Wachowskis. Yeah, um, it's just easier and shorter. It is all just around. easier. Um, um, no, with, without getting too much into that, they they've they've done some interesting things, but a lot of it has been about the just just the flash and and the visual spectacle of it. Which there's mm-hmm. nothing wrong with that, but to make something really great, it's 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 nice when you've got that and some some good concepts and you know not just hey we're gonna make their eyeballs bleed well and that's just the inherent issue with genre no matter what the genre is i think um like it's it's a thing we see in comedy it's a thing we see in science fiction it's a thing we see in horror probably the same i mean same thing we see in action movies i mean drama uh drama does it too but i think in a more subtle manner um (laughs) or or in a manner in which people dismiss it easier like um when i when i talk about movies being the genre of academy award drama like that i think is an example of that like not really get not really making something of quality but just making something that looks like something else like kind of um like i don't i don't know it's it's complicated um it is and i i think we'll we'll probably touch more on that uh watch watch this space folks we're we're going to go in depth on the cohen's new movie uh, hail caesar and mm-hmm. uh, i've i've got some things to say about that movie on this subject so yeah exactly so there's so yeah when we when we talk about the cohen brothers there there'll be us more talking about more in depth things but as for the oscars the i wasn't i i mean like there wasn't anything that really surprised me. I mean, I've talked about the two things that did. I'm pretty much I'm pretty much fine with who won what. Um, the uh, I was able to see Anomalisa, and I still think Inside Out should have won of that group. Yeah, uh, yeah. No, I, I I wanted to see that, and I uh, I it it came around here again for about a week, like right before the Oscars, and I I missed out. I I still I, was, I still want to see it. I think it looks like an interesting film, but it is interesting. It is very interesting. I was still disappointed in it. Um, the the important thing about the movie, I think the I think the thing that makes the film that is the big deal about the movie is that it's an R rated animated movie for adults. Um, there are uh, a few more of those coming, um, and there there have been a couple in the last year or two that I I can't remember the titles. Uh, well, I mean, geez. we've had them before. I mean, like yeah. this go this goes all the way back to Fritz the Cat. I mean, like we've had this for like for a long time. Sure, but sure, and like and you can make the case for Fantasia as well. Um, I mean, like that's. Mm. I mean, like it's it's a it, that I think actually Fantasia is actually an adult animation film that kids can happen to watch, um, and it's okay. The um, 
Because like when I was seven, I liked that movie, but it wasn't until I was much older that I finally appreciated for what it was. Well, um, I, I think that was sort of the intention, maybe not quite. It was you know to to do this this thing so that you know kids could be exposed to to some of these things and you know some of the mm-hmm. you know more more classical and and yeah more more complex orchestral music and and some of that. So. Sort of a sort of a gateway drug, I I guess you could call it. Yeah. So I mean, like that's so I mean, like that's the thing about Anomalisa is that it's I think it it has more to do with the fact that it's you know a film geared geared towards adults that's animated than it is it being particularly great. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not. I was disappointed. I'll just say that I was. Okay. Um, there were things I wanted. I, I wanted it to be better for what for how people were talking about it. Um, at the same time, I will say this, had I seen the movie when I was 19, I probably would have thought it was the most brilliant thing I'd ever seen. Um, <laughs> now that I'm 30, not so much. Um, yeah, I, I think we've, we've all seen movies like that. And to be, to be honest, I, there are some of those that I still like and still appreciate. And I mean, they were, they were good, but I don't think they would speak to me as much or in the same way now. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, Eternal Sunshine eh. comes to mind. Really? Eh, I don't know. I haven't watched it since it came. Uh, since, since I haven't watched it in a long it's, time. It's, it's, it's been a while since I've seen it. But you yeah. Know, it, but I, I yeah. think I see what you mean when you're saying that. Um, I imagine there's a whole generation who would say the same thing about Garden State. Um, so like, I think I see. I see the point. Yeah. You're making. Um, yeah. So, oh, was there anything else from the Oscars that you thought was of note? Um, oh golly. Um, I mean, it did make me go out and buy Girl Scout cookies. Oh, uh, <laughs> uh, uh, right. yeah. yeah um, bravo, Chris Rock. Uh, I, I I thought he did a great job hosting. Mm-hmm. I mean, he he addressed the controversy. He 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 took it head on, but he took it in stride. Yeah. Um, there were times when I was like, okay, I'm kind of tired of hearing about this, Chris. Yeah, I, um, I I had a couple of those moments too, but it it didn't ever really bother me that the way he was addressing it. Yeah. And you know it was, it was largely with his his uh, his usual comedic comedic stylings. Uh, so yeah, it, he was he was getting people to laugh at it. You know, yeah. all all the while that he was indicting it, and and that's mm-hmm. that's great comedy. So yeah, no, yeah. I uh, I I I was very very pleased with uh, with that on the with whole. What he did. Um, but yeah, the Girl Scout cookies bit that was just hilarious. That was gold. I mean, like that it was. was that was just awesome. It's awesome to see just people with money, like like people like people in the audience with money, be like, I want to buy some like, boxes. Yeah, seriously, who is going yeah. to the Oscars that has cash? Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Well, I guess they have to tip somebody, um, possibly. Yeah, uh, maybe. Maybe. Um, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't. I have no idea. Uh, maybe when you go to the after parties, there's caterers you should tip or something. I, I have no idea. I don't uh, know. I'm, I'm I'm not in those circles. Yeah, I'm not in those circles. So I guess I guess maybe or maybe it's just that rich people have more cash than we think, um, like on hand. Um, yeah, <laughs> I I don't know, but uh, I don't know. All, all told, um, it was a. It was an all, it was a it was an okay year for the year of cinema. It was a fairly good Oscars. Um, I'm interested to see what happens next year, as I, of course I always am. Oh sure. Yeah. And um, I don't know. Yeah, like I don't think we have really anything. It. I mean, it's March right now, so I mean, like we don't have anything really glaring right now. It's like this is the movie you should go see. Yeah. I say this 
Um, but I mean, like, if we were to look at it historically, I mean, Silence of the Lambs came out like Valentine's Day of the year it came out. Mm-hmm. So, who knows? Um, yeah, and 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 we've we've seen that in in more recent years too. Um, I mean, Grand Budapest Hotel was uh, a huge surprise when when that showed up in the nominees. Yeah, and it came out in like the summer of that year, didn't it? Or uh, it, was, it was it was earlier even. It was, was earlier. It was, than that? it was. I want to say it was like March. I'd have to go back and and check. Um, yeah. But yeah, no. So there's 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 precedent. There might be something that's that's being kind of overlooked right now that'll show up again in you know eight months or so. It's, okay. Well. Hmm. Yeah, um, we'll see. Yeah, nothing springs readily to mind. Um, I mean. I have, by golly, seen trailers in in front of the Oscar nominees for some of the, the usual, you know, pretentious awards bait type movies, like we've we've talked about, and you know, I I'm 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 being a little more derisive there than I I probably really mean to be, because I mean a lot of times these turn out to be good movies, but I mean you look at the trailers and it's like good grief, people are do, well, do you listen to yourselves. I think we've just gotten to the point where trailers. Like, uh, so the controversy about, like, the Ghostbusters trailer has made me realize that trailers be, are meaningless now. <laughs> um, <laughs> they are meaningless. Um, we could, as much as we want to, because, like, I was thinking about other movies that Paul Feig had done. Um, like, Spy, the trailer for that, it looked so stupid. And when I finally saw the movie, I was like, oh, I actually really enjoyed that. I laughed quite a lot. And I think yeah. I felt the same way about Bridesmaids. And when I finally saw it, I thought it was really, really good. So... I mean, like, that's, like, and then there's, like, been, like the, the trailer for Zootopia didn't look particularly amazing either, and people are talking about how that's much, I haven't seen it yet, but people are I I, I haven't either. Um, pe- people I've talked to have, have said it's it's really good, but I, I agree that the first teaser for it didn't look, you know, particularly appealing to me either. Um, but once once we got an actual full trailer that, you know, actually, I think they just used, like, the, the whole whole scene they just straight lifted it from the movie and mm-hmm. it's, it's it's this one scene that tells you most of what you really need to know about the the setting and and your your two principal characters so i mean that that was good i don't think they really spoiled too much of the movie with with that i mean i i tend to think it's yeah a, a, a good trailer for as much as trailers don't matter and I, i'm not disagreeing with you on that yeah uh, you know, should 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 give us a taste without you know showing us the entire movie as so many trailers do. And it's like, okay, you know, here's, here's the two minutes and 47 seconds version of this, you know, two and a half hour movie. Yeah. And you've, you've basically seen the movie now. Well, and that's why I think that in reality, the people who are cutting the trailer should be the people actually making the movie. Um, most of the time, actually, I think basically like 99% of the time it's, the it, it's a company that the studio hires um and they're not given a completed thing they're just given like a rough cut of the movie and they they make something um yeah. and and it's understandable because that's how promotion things work but the at the same time like um i when i think about how because like kevin smith cut the trailer to to clerks and that was a very good trailer for to describe what it was gonna be um it's so eat up with 1994 mind <laughs> you um, because that's just how you made move, made trailers in 1994. But I mean, like, there was a guy who knew what was happening and knew how it needed to be cut. Yeah. Whereas the director and the editors are never the people that edit those things, and so that's why we get trailers that 
that I think that's part of the reason why trailers have become basically meaningless in this day and age. Um, that said, the I'm, that me me saying all that and everything. However, I will say the new trailer for Civil War looks pretty good. Um, uh, and I actually still have not watched it. Yeah, came out this week. Spider Man's so, in it, I hear. Yeah, so like I mean, like there are handfuls of times when the trailer actually does what it's supposed to do and do it correctly and well. But, I don't know, I feel like at least 70% of the time, I'm like, this was not good. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. Like, and no wonder people don't go to movies. I mean, like, <laughs> if, if the trailers are this bad, I mean, how are they going to know like, if how, a movie's Haven't I good? seen this before? Yeah. Haven't, wait, didn't, didn't I just see this? Like, right just now? Yeah. Well, and that's the thing. You'll have one trailer and then another trailer that's exactly like the other trailer. Um, like, literally, the next trailer will be cut the same way. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and that's... And then it's like, well, I've seen the trailer. Now I don't need to see the movie. Uh-huh. And that's just a total disservice. So Yeah, it, it really is. So, I don't know. Um, let's let's talk a little bit about uh, some, some of the things that are coming up that we're excited about. You mentioned Ghostbusters. Yeah. I'm excited. Um, I am. It, it's interesting because there's like two content. Well, I don't even know if there's really two contingencies about this. Um, but there's there's people that are yay a new Ghostbusters movie. Then there's people that are like no, we don't need more of this for whatever whatever <laughs> BS reasons they want to go with. I'm not gonna out say it's sexist, although it seems that a lot of it is sexist, but a lot of it is other reasons. So I'm not gonna like blame it on that. But I am part of the contingency that is annoyed with my ilk of Ghostbusters fans for just not being happy that there's going to be a new Ghostbusters movie, and that's awesome. <laughs> like, <laughs> even if it sucks, Slimer is in it, and ghosts are getting busted. Um, that is still nice. That is like it, that is going to introduce a whole new generation to a franchise. It doesn't delete the old one from existing, which is what everyone seems to talk about. Um, so I don't know. I could talk about, I could expound on this for hours about how I'm annoyed with Ghostbuster fans about this, but I'm going to see the movie. I'm excited to see the movie. I'm going to have a good time because I'm going in knowing that it won't be as good as the 1984 movie because it can't. So I'm going to just go and and go and appreciate it for what it is. And really that's what you should do with movies anyway. (laughs) In case any of you out there are wondering, my friend here is passionate about Ghostbusters. Very. Um, but, I mean, that's that's July. What I'm excited about right now, though, is this week I'm going to try to go see the new Cloverfield movie because it, um, um, even though it doesn't really pass much of my criteria, um, I, I, it just looks like fun. And I want to go see it, and I like the people that are in it. I I didn't hate the first movie. Um, it was okay. Uh it was, um, it's all right. But, you know, the fact that it doesn't, that it's not a found footage movie and still part of that universe is really interesting to me. So I'm, I'm curious what's going on. Um, yeah. So I, uh, let's see. I, I actually do not have my tickets for Batman versus Superman yet. And that opens in less than two weeks now. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. I think I've, Missed getting the good tickets for uh, for Civil War as well, but I'm I'm excited for at least one of those movies. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm I'm interested to see what happens with Batman versus Superman. I probably ought to watch Man of Steel before I actually watch it, though. Yeah, maybe. Um, yeah, 
Man of Steel is kind of divisive, and it, understandably so. They're... Well, I think I think part of the problem is, is that Superman is just divisive. Um, he, he kind of is. Superman is is hard to do well. I mean, no matter what you do, you're you're going to get some people who are upset or disappointed with with that take. I mean, on the one hand, oh, he's he's super powerful, but he's also totally bright and optimistic, and nothing really bad ever happens, and that's boring. But, mm-hmm. you know, then when things go wrong, it's like, he's Superman, he's supposed to be able to stop that, he's supposed to be better, and how dare people get killed, and, you know, stuff. Yeah. Um, so, it's... Because Superman is is Superman, he's he's difficult to do in a movie setting, I think. Uh, you know, yeah. Less, less so than, than Batman, who's, you know, got all kinds of conflict, and, and you can go all sorts of directions. Mm-hmm. So, um... That that to me is actually part of what makes this interesting is you know it's those two play well off each other in pretty much every other medium they have ever been together in so I'm I'm hoping that that makes for a good movie um, and Wonder Woman's in it and Wonder, Wonder Woman's in it and a whole bunch of other characters are, are going to be introduced that we're supposedly going to see more of later but I, my my feeling is that if this movie doesn't work, all this you know shared universe and and all these you know sort of satellite individual movies that they're they're trying to put together now, that the whole thing is going to fall apart if this movie does not work. Yeah, if this doesn't work, it's going to be DC stays on TV, um, which frankly is okay because they have yeah. pretty much always been better on TV mm-hmm. than has Marvel, and Marvel has been totally eating their lunch in movies for yeah. a long time now. Yeah. Even though lately they've been having the similar kind of, the stakes are never quite as high as they need to be problem. Um, yeah, a but, little bit. But that's the superhero problem in general. That's not necessarily Marvel's issue, I would say. Um, but, I don't know, we'll see what happens. Um, I don't, like, I have no, like, I don't think Zack Snyder is that annoying of a director as the internet believes no um, i mean you, you can find people on the internet who are angry and, and hate anyone or anything yeah and i mean he you know kind of like superman is a little bit divisive um yeah though not in the same way or for the same reasons and i get that i mean his his take on watchmen most of it worked really well for me i thought we're never going to get a better version of Watchmen on film than this ever. No, and that's period. and that's exactly how I feel. Like, I mean, like there is no way to make Watchmen work better than that. No. Um, that like, said, there there were a couple of scenes that did not play at all with the same tone that they did in the source material. Mm-hmm. I mean, and it was just polar opposite. And wow, I I don't know what exactly went wrong here. I don't know why this didn't work the way it was supposed to. Was was that director's intention, or is that just because it's a movie? I I don't know. Yeah. So uh, he's he has his problems like everybody else. I mean, I have, you have. Yeah. Not that we're in the same company. You know, but, yeah, I, not, I know. What not you're, not yeah. pulling a Dante Alighieri here. Yeah. Um, so no, I'm 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 still. I'm still willing to go and see this movie and see what happens. I'm I'm not fully invested in this. The you know I'm I am still all in on our Marvel Cinematic Universe. I'm watching 
all the dang TV shows. Um, you know, the, the stuff on Netflix is good. There's a, a couple on ABC now, and I think they're working on another one there too. And dang it, I've enjoyed all the movies, even when they haven't necessarily been all that good. Yeah. So, so yeah. But, you know, Batman is my favorite superhero, I don't mind saying. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm not worried about Affleck, um, because, to be honest, every time we hear about who got cast as Batman, everyone is worried. Uh, like, Yeah, but there are already lots of people who don't like Ben Affleck for a variety yeah. of reasons. Well, and, I'm sure there's... They, well, they bring all that to the table. Yeah, but I'm sure people felt the same way about Michael Keaton as well. Um, maybe not so much Christian Bale. But, I mean, like, there's probably two or three people, like, I'm not going to be able to believe the guy from Newsies can be a good Batman. So, so, I mean, like, I'm sure these people exist. And so I, I don't know, I, I don't know if I like Ben Affleck. I definitely don't hate him. Um, I've enjoyed things Ben Affleck is in. Yeah. So I, I, and I think it's, I think he'll be fine. So um, I'm interested to see what happens. I'm not worried about that. But yeah, I'm, I'm I'm, going to go. I don't have my ticket yet, but I'll go. I'm going to see this movie. Uh, yeah. Gonna see Civil War. There, man, there are so stinking many superhero movies this year, more than any year before. Yeah, so we've we've uh, we've already had uh, one or two, um, and we've we've got them coming from from all corners now. I mean, Disney slash Marvel is is running their their deal. Um, so Warner Brothers is gearing up some of Marvel's. Properties that got farmed out to other studios are, are also, also happening. Yeah. yeah, so Fox has got that that going with the with X Men. Yeah, all, all of that. Um, Spider Man we mentioned appearing in in Civil War. Um, mm-hmm. So you know, Sony has not got their their new solo Spider Man movie going quite yet, but it's it's happening. They're working on it. Yeah. So maybe so maybe I should like. Uh... So, so maybe what I the, the thing I should t- should tell people because I I you know with the my my horror film credo about whether or not you want to see the movie you should just buy the ticket anyway maybe people should just buy tickets to not <laughs> to not superhero movies this year whether or not they want to go uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> just just so that there's other movies made um, <laughs> I know it, yeah. This this is this is getting kind of out of hand. I haven't actually tallied up how many, but they're like two from each of three studios, and then one or two others that were kind of a one-off. So there's there's Batman versus Superman. There's also Suicide Squad yeah. coming later this year. So that's that's basically in the can. Yeah. Um. So uh, two Marvel movies. There's Civil War, and I forget what's coming later this year. Is it Doctor Strange? Maybe. I think so. Um. Uh, so there's and we got Apocalypse and we already had Deadpool come out. Yeah, yeah. So there's there's a lot coming out. It's, yeah, six at least. Yeah, it's uh, uh, it's messy. Yep. Well, um, I, this started out as talking about the Oscars, then we just started talking about other things, but that's okay. Yeah, um, yeah. We we'll do that sometimes. We kind of ramble. Um, we're gonna have Star Wars and Star Trek this year, both in theaters again. Yeah. Uh, that hasn't happened in a while. Yeah. I don't know how that's going to all play out as, uh, as passionate as you got about Ghostbusters a little bit. You'll, you'll probably hear me get passionate about Star Trek mm-hmm. one way or another when that happens. 
so I, I, I have some hope for it. I, I was not really wild about the, the trailer that, that they put out, but apparently, um, neither were the, uh, the writers or directors of, of the movies. <laughs> mm-hmm. This is not quite the movie we're trying to make here. Yeah. Well, they're so reshooting to, it right now. Yeah, so. To, to your earlier point it's about trailers being somewhat detached from the movies with which they are associated. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I, I, I have some hope because we've, we've got new writers and new director for this movie after the last one that was just so impossibly awful. And I could go for ages and ages on that. And I have to some of my friends and to any of you, if you're, you're listening, I am, I am truly sorry, but you mm. knew this about me going in. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, I, I need to get going. Um, but, uh, yeah, I don't yeah. know. I we'll, think this, uh, we'll, this... we'll wrap up. We'll uh, we'll yeah. we'll probably talk more about uh, upcoming movies in a in a future podcast, and uh, also yeah. Hail Caesar. And, and we've got a we've got a couple of other ideas that we're we're cooking up that uh, we think are going to be kind of fun and exciting. So lots yep. to look forward to in the coming weeks. So, Indeed. Thanks for listening, everybody, and we'll see you next time. Bye. Next time. Bye. <laughs>